This week on The Pour Over, Joe and Dill think back on all the shows they watched in 2019 and reflect on Pour Over, one year in the making. They pour over their favorite TV shows, episodes, and coffee shops of the year. Let's pour it all over. Hey friends, welcome to The Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. Today we're doing a year in review of the pour over show and talking about our favorite coffee shops, roasters, and everything coffee related. So what's up, Joe? Hey, it's going pretty good, man. How are you? Good. It feels like it's been a minute. Took, took a little holiday break, you know? Yeah. Took a little uh yeah, a little holiday break there, two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's how's your coffee been over the past few weeks? And especially over the holidays, it might be a little bit different than normal. So, hey, you know, you know what's uh, you know what's always special in our house is you know we we are a, a Folgers house. Oh yes. So, you know, you know, my mom does it big with the Folgers in the morning. <laughs> I come downstairs in my pajamas. Yeah, yeah. That little Folgers jingle comes on. <laughs> the best part of waking up. Is your mom making you Folgers coffee? That's right. That's right. Made me feel like a little boy again. <laughs> Except I'm drinking coffee. Yeah. D- does your family drink coffee too, or they make that just for you? My mom actually makes it just for me. It's oh. it's legit nice. That's, that's actually very kind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> is it is it the I, same beans every year though? Because I assume like the same <laughs> container. Because I assume you can't oh. drink the whole container yourself. <laughs> Dude, you're so right. It, it is the exact same bean, and it ain't even those big ones. It's like a small one. It's like <laughs> she never finishes it because I, I'm li- like literally the only one that drinks it. Oh, so man. yeah, apart from that one year where I talked about on the show, the Maxwell House. Mm, yes, it's been Folgers. Yeah. Wow, he got to check the roast date on that one. <laughs> there's no, there's no roast date. It's like expiration date. Yeah. 2025 or something. Oh, that, that's when you know it's that grocery store coffee. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? How's your coffee been this uh, holiday season? It's been interesting. Uh, I've done a little bit of traveling over the holiday season. So mm-hmm. um, I, I decided to, at first I was like, do I just try to rely on coffee shops, you know, local coffee shops like we talked about, go visit them and stuff. But right. I was like, uh, people I'm traveling with, I don't know if they'd be into that or mm. making stops for it. So I, like, I, I got I got to bring a travel option, and so right. you know I, I resorted back to my AeroPress, uh, my mm. Bonavita travel kettle. Okay. And so yeah, I brought all that. But this time I, well, I was gifted some beans that were already uh, ground in the bag already. But it's okay. It's okay. Oh, you know. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate a, it. Not beans and brew. No, no, not beans <laughs> not and brew. I think that was whole bean actually last oh, time. Okay. Yeah, okay. but usually in the travel setup, I think, you know, we might have talked about it in some of our first episodes where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I bring the AeroPress, the travel kettle, and, like, a hand grinder and all that stuff. But yeah. this time I was like, oh, this is already ground. Don't have to bring mm-hmm. the hand grinder. Just bring the bag as is. And I would say it actually made it a lot easier. There's something really nice about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you boil some water. You know, I bring a scoop. Just scoop it straight out of the bag into the AeroPress, and it still tastes fine. So mm. I'm ob- obviously not ideal, but for the convenience, like I'm not trying to while on vacation trying to hand grind some beans in the morning. 
So, yeah, yeah, I actually think in the future I would maybe do that. You know, maybe Mm. grind it ahead of time, just bring it as Mm -hmm. is, just to make it a little more simple. Did you get uh, stopped by the security this time with the beans? No, I didn't, surprisingly. I was expecting to, actually. But, yeah, yeah, uh, both times I, I flew, they just let me through. No problems at all. Man. So... I don't know, man. I always get stopped by the security. Oh, really? Like, for the beans? Yeah, it's gotten so bad. I just like take it out of the bag. Like, here, just just take a look <laughs> at it. Do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, may, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why they didn't. I, I was, yeah, I was expecting it, but yeah, I guess they were chill. Maybe it's the holidays. They're like, nah, whatever, man. It's fine. <laughs> nice. Um, visit any coffee shops over uh, winter break? I did visit, I think only one, and so so I, I like I said I traveled a little bit, um, so I, I spent a few days in California in like L.A. Oh, okay. and San Diego. Yeah, I forgot about I, that. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't visit any shops there, unfortunately. What? But um, I know I we like I, I was with some of my friends and we were like looking for a place for dinner and stuff. And we were just walking. And I don't even know what the area was called, and I looked across the street. And it is like a Verve coffee shop. Oh, if yeah, you're familiar. Yeah, yeah so I have, I'm pretty into their like social media. I follow them. I was like, Verve coffee, I want to go. And then I was like, <laughs> these people don't really drink nah. coffee, though. Um, they want the boba. Yeah, yeah, we did get boba. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. it, it, it doesn't really count. I, I went to a Tom and Tom's. Uh, uh, shout okay. out to, to I have Asian not been people. there. Yeah, I think it's a Korean shop. Um, okay. Not specialty, I would say, but yeah. So that was one. I didn't really think about that till right now. But it, it's just all right. It is weird because we went to California. We went to a Tom and Tom's. We went to a Seven Leaves, which is boba, mm-hmm. and uh, we have both of those in Dallas. So <laughs> I was like, why are we here though? But whatever. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah, but that that all that aside, I also spent uh, some time down in Houston. And your your hey. hometown there, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, and so I did visit um, one coffee shop there. Um, I forgot uh, what it's called. <laughs> ah, what well, where was it located? Is the one that starts with a C? Oh, uh, Catalina. Yes. Oh. Man. Yes. That, Ooh. Yeah. So I went to Catalina Coffee in yeah. Houston, and I guess that's the coffee shop portion of a roasting company is based on my understanding. Mm. So I, I bought some beans there. Um, the roasting okay, company is called Amaya Roasting Company uh-huh. over here. And I, I thought they were just a separate thing. I'm pretty sure that when I looked up the roasting company, they like linked to Catalina. So I think they're okay. they're related. Kind of how Oak Cliff has Davis Street in, in uh, Dallas. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so this bean I haven't had a chance. I really just brewed it once today, so I think I still have to dial it in. But it's interesting. Um it's from Peru. Some taste notes it has on here are nectarine, red anju pear, and brown sugar. Mm. So I got, got some different things going on. I think I still need yeah. to um dial it in, although when I was brewing it, like the finish became really sweet. Um, oh. it's, it's interesting. Oh. It's, it's good. Like the, the initial, I would say the initial flavor wasn't as as great. It felt like a unripe kind of fruit or something. So <laughs> I think it might be under extracted or, or whatever. So I'm still okay. working on it. But then after that initial hits, 
um, yeah, I would say the finish is kind of is is a long finish. It's sweet and is mm-hmm. went down smooth. So I, I actually liked that. So nice. Yeah. So I'll, I'll you know I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, Amaya okay. Roasting Company. But yeah, so that's that's good. And yeah, I did visit Catalina. Is very busy. Mm. Um, when I went, but yeah, it's cool, cool vibes. It's a smaller shop for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that area is pretty busy, pretty popular area. Okay. The Heights yeah, area kind of seemed like it. Yeah, parking was kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. I'm just parked in front of some dude's house, and there were a bunch of cats <laughs> around. Like, there's a cat on the patio, like mean mugging me. Like, why are you parking in front of my house? Um, <laughs> and when I came out later, like when I after I drove home, I was just looking at my car, and I was, they look like they're like cat prints on the hood. What? So I think if they came and stood on my car because they're like, yo, yo, get out of here, though. That cat stu- is like, uh, yeah, he's like, get, get, get off of my territory kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's like, get off my lawn, kid. Uh, get, Human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there Human. are actually multiple cats around like in the parking lot, so it just kind of seemed like a thing. Mm. But yeah, so that's really the only coffee shop I visited, I think. So yeah, what, okay. what about you? You go anywhere? Um, actually when I was in Houston, cause I went home over break. Hey. Um, yeah, I did go to Catalina actually. Hey. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, I, I, I think over text, I recommended that place to you. Yep. Um, and I also went to another place. Uh, I think it's called blacksmith. Okay. It's, uh, it's also, um, uh, in Houston and, uh, went there with, a, with someone and, um, both experiences not too great. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I got to get the pour over more whenever mm-hmm. I go to these coffee shops. I usually, like you, go for like a cappuccino or a cortado. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sometimes like the bean, I don't know, just tastes a little burnt and tastes mm-hmm. a little, you know, uh, they didn't dial it in or something. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm a little pickier, I guess, when it mm-hmm. comes to that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah. yeah, you gotta tell it like it is, man. I wasn't gonna put him on blast, but um, <laughs> yeah, my, my I got a cortado at Catalina, and I would say, based on that one alone, I, I don't know if it was if I would like go back necessarily. Mm. You know, I think I gotta give him another chance. It's only one one try, sure. But like, it came out like this. This is totally like nitpicking, but th- there's no like art or anything. On it, mm. no, no milk. They just kind of poured it in, like oh, mixed we it. talked about that That's before. It. You know, it was just fine. Like I, I don't care as much about that. Um, but then also mm-hmm. it was a little watery, in my opinion. Whoa! So I, I was, I was a little That's like, not acceptable. Uh, disappointed a little bit. Um, but but the the service was really nice. Um, I, I found out after the fact because I I usually buy a drink first, and then if I like it or if I need beans, I'll buy the beans on the way out. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. And then the guy's like, oh, if you buy beans, it comes with a free drink. And I was like, dang it. Y'all, mm. y'all should like put a sign up for this or something. Because <laughs> I already bought a drink. So um, did you buy another drink? or another, another Well, drink? I told him, I was like, oh, I already had a drink. Like, it's all right. And he's like, oh, you can you just have an iced coffee, no ice, and you can save it for later. And mm. so he was nice. Like, I wasn't going to get anything. But the, the barista was like, oh, yeah, we, you can do this to-go cup kind of thing. So I ended yeah. up drinking it on the way back because then I drove drove back to Dallas after that. Oh, but, sweet. Yeah, so I, I would give him another try. But yeah, that Cortado was um, less than satisfying. Yeah. Dang, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time you get a chance, you could check out uh, Agora Coffee Shop mm-hmm. um, or uh, Siphon Coffee, which I think that is closer to Rice University. Okay. 
But um, yeah, I don't know if Houston's really that well known for its coffee. Mm. Uh, some of the stores have cool vibes. Like yeah. Agora is definitely a very interesting coffee shop. It has two levels. Mm. And um, if you sit on the second level, you can kind of look down on the first level. Oh, yeah. And if you sit outside, it's it's got a really nice like outdoor patio. Mm. Cool, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, like like we said at the top of the show, you know, we're, we're doing a little bit different this time. You know, we've been doing this podcast for over a year. I think it's like a year and a half yes, at sir. this point. And so it's about time. Plus, it's 2020. Happy New Year. All that, et cetera. Yeah. I think it's about time to do a little bit year in review. See what's been mm-hmm. good in the coffee world and the TV show world. Just the overall pour over world. And so we're yeah. going to start with, you know, talking about coffee, right? Yeah. What are some of our top beans or maybe favorite store experiences, coffee shops, that kind of stuff. So you, mm-hmm. you got anything going on that... When you think back, just kind of sticks out in your mind, coffee-wise. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I had to pull out my box here, my mm. my little bag with the, all the coffee bags. Ooh, bags of bags. Doing a little reminiscing here. And I was uh, pulling out, you know, the Cat and Cloud. Remember yeah. that? You bought one for yourself. Yeah, you bought right, one for me. Right. Uh, I got, ooh, another another deal special. Got the La Barba. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I forgot about yeah, that one. That's one of our... Um, First uh, coffee exchanges, actually. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, counterculture. We both had oh, yeah. uh, counterculture, counterculture beans this year. That's right. Uh, and another one from Dild, Addison Coffee Roasters. Mm. Uh, kind of a smaller shop out of a suburb of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just in reflecting on, on the coffee this year... Uh, I would have to say, you know, I had a lot of good beans this year. Really happy about most of my purchases. Uh, there, there are some that will go unnamed uh, that mm. I, will not, I will not say. Mm. But what I did really like was actually this Addison bean. Okay. Uh, this Addison Ethiopia. They just call it the Ethiopia Limited Edition. <laughs> so, and, and their their bag is like super low key, you know. Yeah, I, I, I uh, say the roaster is pretty low key too. Yes. Yeah. And it was like affordable, right? Yeah, it's actually really cheap. I, I think I don't remember how much it costs, but relatively, it's cheaper than what we usually buy. Right. Uh, that that was good. I also like the um, counterculture coffee, the Finca La Victoria. Mm. Uh, that was very good. I think we both had counterculture coffees, and I think you had the Big Trouble. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that's a yeah. blend. Yeah, I think we both felt they were solid. You know, mm-hmm. solidly roasted beans. Um, what else did I put down? Uh, actually, out of Cincinnati, there's a a blend made my list. Mm. Uh, Ferrari Bros. They have an espresso blend that I bought um, actually not too long ago that um, I talked about in the show that I really like. It's just kind of a, a solid cup of coffee with some darker fruity notes. Mm. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And there's some other ones, but... Um, you know, I, I won't go on. Uh, what about you, Dill? Uh, what did you like this year? Yeah, I probably should have compiled my bags of bags as well, <laughs> but I, I did not. So going a little bit off of memory, and mm-hmm. I think, and, you know, in general, always a shout-out to Oak Cliff. I think there's my go-to. Yes, sir. And, but there was one special one that I think, I, I hope we talked about it on one episode. I'm not sure. 
the one that we bought together when you were back in town visiting from Oak Cliff mm-hmm. is like their specialty uh, roast or something limited is called Aficionar, I think, mm-hmm. um, from Ethiopia. And this one actually won a good food award, apparently. Right. And right. Yeah, I, I remember we were just like in, in 1418 in Plano, just kind of looking for some beans or whatever. And we we're just like, oh, we got this you know, kind of special. And I think it's on sale, too. So yeah, we picked pick that up. Came back and brewed it, and re- I remember it distinctly because I remember I think the first taste note was lime or something like mm. that. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, it tasted like someone literally squeezed lime juice into the coffee. Dude. Like I was like, ooh, that hit of citrus, that brightness is all there. Yes, sir. Like that alone uh, makes me remember it. So that is definitely a standout. I would agree, man. I, I think that moment making it with you with the siphon yeah. coffee yes. is one of those those pour over moments I will not forget. Yeah, uh, dude. it, it kind of made me feel like what we do makes sense because I'm mm. like, it says lime, it tastes like lime. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. it all makes sense. And finally, we we get the taste notes. <laughs> we're now here just trying to. Oh, it's it's smooth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fruity. It's juicy. Yes, but yeah, that one was really good. Um, mm. So that that was definitely one I remembered. And not like a bean specific experience, but in general, like that Misto Box experience, like that coffee subscription mm. that I got as a gift a few months back. I think that was just pretty cool overall, just because, you know, like like I say, I, I think I tend to stick to like Oak Cliff and just kind of what's easy, what I know. And so right. Misto Box and the other ones, like just being able to get shipped roasters from all around the country and just new things and just being able to try different things. Uh, might be one thing you know I, I might I might check out again in 2020 if I'm trying to mix it up or something. But For yeah, sure. that overall experience, you know, I appreciated it. I think they did it really well. So yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. What about uh, coffee shops though? Any any Ooh. standout experiences, drinks, or vibes? You know, aesthetics. Yeah, one sticks out to me when I went on a trip uh, to Denver uh, during the summer. I went to Middle State uh, Coffee Roasters, and uh, that's that's the place that I talked about on the show that, um, you know, you go in the shop, it's got kind of this uh, planty, like, clean vibe with, like, plants on the wall, and then you go to the back of the roaster, and then you actually see, not the roaster, you go back to the, you go, you, you go into the back of the store, and you get to see the roasters mm-hmm. kind of working on the beans back there, and you get to see the little uh, roasting machine that's, like, spinning the beans, and I think a lot of them skate in the shop. Like they, a lot of the workers are skaters. Mm. So they have all their skateboards kind of like uh, perched up on the wall. So you can kind of see, you know, it's like a cool vibe. Like um, yeah. definitely very chill place. Uh, and we talked, I think maybe we talked about on the show, like you know, the prototypical people are there. Like you got the people who doing the Bible study, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of in the corner. You got the people working on their small business. Like mm-hmm. it's just a nice, nice vibe with uh good service and a really clean aesthetic nice yeah. nice yeah what about yourself man yeah as far as drinks go i, I definitely got a shout out hound's tooth um that time when i talked about i had that cortado still the oh. best cortado i've ever had in my life um, okay yeah so really creamy so smooth great balance but still getting the coffee and so not not too overpowering on the milk or anything like that. So that is definitely mm. one, of, one of the best espresso drinks that I've had for sure. Nice. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Houndstooth. Uh, 
And then also just like a general experience was when I took the tour of Parks Coffee out in Carrollton. Mm. You know, oh, while, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're they're not like a specialty roaster or anything, you know, because they mostly do like offices and businesses. But sure. the tour itself, you know, is, is like five star man. I would recommend it's it's, it's great. They just be able to experience and see something it's like a larger scale so because of what they do so i think the mm-hmm. tour a little more interesting in that sense and you get to roast your own coffee so you know it's mm. fun it's cool i i like that a lot yeah um yeah as far as aesthetics go you know shout out to uh, press coffee in san antonio i oh, think i yeah. mentioned it before That's a it's, one. yeah it's like it looks like a greenhouse you know i was mm. you know like 75% of the building is just glass and so mm. it's, it's cool. It's, it's right. kind of smaller, but it is, is unique, I think, compared to what I'm usually seeing. So I, I, I like that one, even though I didn't spend a lot of time there. And then also, last last but not least, I don't know if I mentioned it already, but you know, Ooh. Crooked Tree is a shop that I like to go to to buy my Oak Cliff coffee because they sell mm-hmm. it cheap there. But I don't know if I yeah. mentioned that I think they're closed now. I think they went out of business. Oh, shoot. So I don't know if they're selling that cheap coffee too cheap for too long. Oh, or no. Or make money or what. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I drove by recently, and I was like, hey, Crooked Tree's supposed to be on the street. Where is it? And I oh, saw no. people, like, doing, like, work on the building. And it's like, no, it's gone. So wow. RIP to Crooked Tree. I mean, maybe they're just doing remodeling. I don't know. But they, they like, took the sign down, so I, I doubt it. Right. Um, so, you know, pour one out for them. Hmm. I'll have to see where I'm going to buy my coffee now. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, and um, honorable mentions to 1418. I don't know mm-hmm. if you mentioned that when you mentioned the aficionar, but that's where we got yeah. those beans on discount. That's right. That's right. And uh, another one I can think of from our talks is Summer Moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. that? I, I, did, a, did you go? Have you been? I have not been, but one of our friends on Instagram posted her experience there. Uh, and they're the place that does the wood roasting. Yeah, it's like wood fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's very different. <laughs> yeah. Very unique. All right. Well, man, those were some cool experiences, mm-hmm. and it was really cool sharing and reflecting on all of our coffee uh, experiences in our journey this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second half of our show really is dedicated to talking about uh, top shows, uh, top pour-over episodes, and top episodes from shows uh man we have been through a lot of shows this year it's kind of crazy to think about it um you know dill like we've been recording almost like every week uh for a while until you know we kind of got busy with some things Mm -hmm. but um this is uh what episode 54 of our podcast yes it's crazy man um but yeah it all started with westworld season Mm -hmm. one uh man, that that show I think got us <laughs> wanting to talk about the show and start this pod, but also screwed our brains up. That's right. Uh, and then we moved on to Kingdom, mm. I believe, and then we went back to Westworld for season two. Is that right? Or did we go I back to back? I'm not sure. I think we finished both seasons of Westworld. Okay. Okay. Not 100. percent Okay. Uh. Man, that's the time hopping. It's it's, it's messing yeah, with right. me right yeah. now. Yeah, time is just relative. <laughs> uh, we also have Umbrella Academy, so I'll throw that one in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really 
really nice detour. Uh, really yeah. funny, interesting show. We also watched Dead to Me, mm. uh, which was another kind of detour, another switch up. Yeah. Um, then we went to When They See Us, which uh, was was a was a really good um, you know break from the more like science fiction stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we finished off this year with Master of None season one and season two. That's right. So, man, any reflections on those shows? Do you have a top show of the year? Man, it's tough. As people usually ask me, like, "Oh, what what shows do y'all talk about? What have you talked about?" And for me, it's just it all kind of like runs together, and I forget yeah. all the different shows. Usually, all I know is like we started <laughs> with Westworld, and then like depending on when they ask me, this is the one we're talking about right now. It's mm-hmm. usually all, all I really remember. But, <laughs> um, yeah, as far as top shows, I think I personally enjoyed talking about. Um, Westworld and also Master of None the most, mm. I think. Just kind of like that little sandwich beginning and end right now. Yeah, um, The other shows were good too, but I think you know Westworld, maybe it's nostalgia like it helped us to start the podcast, all of that too. Right. And it's just mess with my head like <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> there's so much to talk about like I was re-listening to our shows and yeah. I was like, man, like we got deep. Yeah, that's why like, we, we would do like one episode of the show for one episode of the podcast and yeah. we just go into it because there's just so much to talk about there and like mm-hmm. it's just such high quality television you know writing acting everything all around like westworld right. definitely is great and master of none as as we've recently just stopped talking about but i think there's a lot that we can identify with and it's just funny good writing as well in a different way mm-hmm. but um as far as favorites i think I'm, I'm gonna have to go with westworld though Ooh. Yeah, okay. like, you know, I'm just waiting for season three. I want to come back. And, yeah, you know, whether it's the nostalgia factor or even just because it's a great show, either one's good enough for me. But I think yeah. Westworld for me. What, what about you? Um, For me, man, uh, Westworld is holds a very dear place in my heart. Yes. You know, I, I don't know. I was just, like, listening to the episodes and, like, feeling, like, <laughs> feeling the feels, man. Yeah. Like, those were those were some really good times, and I think I think about um, season two, mm. and how I think originally the hype was like, or not the hype, but like the reception was like it's not as good as season one. Mm. But upon re-listening, I'm like, dude, season two was like pretty good. Like, yeah, man. Especially you think about like um, the Riddle, the Sphinx episode. Yes. You think about. Um, you think about uh, the one that explores Man in Black's past, mm, yeah. Where you know it talks about his uh, his uh, his his wife committing suicide yeah, yeah. and like the fallout of that. Um, you know, dude, I don't know. There's there's some really good episodes there, but at the mm. same time, there were some like bad ones. Like true, um, I think Virtue e Fortuna was like one of those <laughs> that we we're like, dude, what is like. <laughs> what is Felix doing here? What is yeah. like Sylvester doing here? <laughs> Felix. You know, someone where Hector's like, she has a dragon. You know, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I dude. forgot about that. <laughs> this is like so it's random. Terrible. Uh, yeah. And I think that was the one where like, uh, uh, Abernathy was like going crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so season two, I must say, Holds a special place in my heart. I must say, season two, man, that that's okay. probably my Ooh, favorite specific show. Season. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't know if people listen to the first episode of our podcast. I don't know if I would recommend it, but you know, <laughs> we we started as the Westworld podcast, I think, yeah, that first true. intro when we had like no notes, no preparation. And, like right. we just talked about whatever, but yeah, definitely. Um as well, a historic part of our podcast, hmm. Westworld holds a special part. Yes, sir. Do you have a kind of a dark horse choice, like one that you know, you haven't said that you felt like was was better than expected or just you kind of also really liked? Hmm. I think I would say maybe Dead to Me Ooh. because it was different. It's not what I expected because they really mixed together comedy but also kind of like drama, thriller sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think because it wasn't what I necessarily expected and like how it ended up, Maybe that's what I, I would go with. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's something that cool. surprised me in some ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what about you? For me, I'm gonna say Umbrella Academy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's the one. I was the other one I would have thought of too. Yeah. I I just really liked uh you know like when we talked about the campiness of it and mm-hmm. like just like buying into the camp and like not worrying so much about like uh, plot holes and just mm-hmm. like the the confusing nature of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think, I think I really like that one. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. What about a favorite uh, pod episode um, of the year? That's tough. Do, Do you, well, you said you were listening back to some of them, but do you usually do that? Uh no no like yeah, I usually I, listen <laughs> I listen to the episode that you upload that week and yeah. then I'm like I don't want to hear my own voice anymore yeah that's usually what what I do too I, so I don't really go back and listen to ones but in preparation to this I did re-listen to an episode and I was like oh these are uh, they're well one I think they're good to listen to you know not not bad mm-hmm. content um but also some you know memories just listening oh, back yeah. remembering. Um, just watching the shows, but also even how we talk about just how we're doing, what's making us happy, or just how our right. week's been, like all that kind of placing those in specific points in time over the past like year and a half, like and just thinking right. back too. <clears throat> and me. so I actually enjoy just you know as as a co-host listening back, but hopefully people could enjoy even just listening too. Um, so I think a, a couple of standout ones for me. Um, in terms of episodes, definitely episode episode twenty three, culture x food for us. Mm. Um, I think that was actually almost exactly a year ago. We talked about Lunar New Year and like family food mm. traditions, all that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I really enjoy talking about that a little bit more. And also, I think that was the episode we talked about uh, Kiksuya, which is okay. The yeah. Westworld episode, you know, Ketchida and all that. It was kinda. also season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was definitely a great episode. Um, I don't remember if that was my favorite of the season, but I think it's definitely top two. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I listened back to that and enjoyed all overall. I was like, man, this is all the things that I, I like about doing this podcast. I think. Mm. Um, and then definitely shout out episode forty one, pour over live. So that's a, mm. I think we did that. That taste test, like we had the, the, the Chemex, the Kalita, the V60, rooted yes, all sir. in your apartment, you know, head to head to head. And that's yeah. just fun, too. That's like another aspect 
of the podcast where like oh, we get together we can make coffee together and mm-hmm. just enjoy it so those two i think represents all the things that i like about doing mm-hmm. this bro i wish i could give you a hug right now man hey and all the feels dude it's good times man yes uh for me i would say you know to follow along with the the liveness of our episodes yeah i really liked our blind taste test with mm-hmm. max uh, episode 18, where we uh, reviewed um, and compared the three levels of uh, coffee at White Rock Coffee. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, we had the, the Papua New Guinea, their house blend, and the Hawaii. Ooh, um, good Kona. Yes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know what you remember about that, but I thought it was funny, like, going back and listening to, like, our logic <laughs> for, like, what each one would be. And, like, I'm like, dude like you don't know nothing like, <laughs> yes i was like what <laughs> uh raisin for everything yes uh, but uh man that was a really good time yeah. um another one that was uh was good as far as a um a episode on a t- tv show was uh episode 32 fyi murder isn't cool um Man, I'm trying to remember. I put this in the show notes because I was like, man, I really like this one. I think this was Umbrella Academy. I got to double check. Um, but I, I remember really liking this one uh, for our discussion on um, on the, the show. So let me do a little research right now. Yeah, that was Umbrella Academy. Yep. I think that was the episode where um, Cha-Cha kills... Um, Diego's partner. Mm, yes, and uh, you know we made this joke like it was like by the way, murder, murder isn't cool. Yeah. But like, I was uh, I, I have that there because I really like that um that show. Um, and I thought like um our discussion was just like really lighthearted, and it was um you know I just really enjoyed talking about a show that both of us were like kind of unsure about in the beginning, yeah. but then like through our discussions, like we both kind of collectively. Mm-hmm began to like it more and more yeah definitely yeah and i think honorable mention to uh, episode four slender and sparse you know that was in the beginning when you're still fi- figuring things out and we did sort of like a game show sort of thing i don't even remember those mm. and we had that little background yeah. music you know coffee compass <laughs> um so yeah i think that that was fun that was different too so I remember for yeah. a long time that was one of our most listened to episodes as well. Oh, so a little Easter egg there. Yeah, yeah. So I think people enjoyed it too, playing some games on the show as well. Yeah. We gotta do that again. We gotta mm-hmm. whip out the the, the game music and, and try something a little different. Yeah, yeah. So mix it up for year two or year one point five. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, cool. Um, so for our remaining time, you know, I want to go a little bit more uh, specific about the different shows and the different episodes that we talked about, you know, just some memorable scenes or things that stuck out. Because we, we watched a lot of TV mm-hmm. um, over this year and a half. Like, you already listed all the different shows. And so we're going to talk about some different just uh, memorable moments, things that stick out from the shows or even when we were talking about it, right? Um, so, yeah, yeah what, what what are some things that come out? Because there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me start uh, backward and just, you know, shout out Master of None, man. 
Um, and uh, the 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 episodes of Thanksgiving mm. and Parents, man, yep. those two episodes definitely hit me in the feels, and um, really like showed you what that show could do as far yeah. as uh, its talent in the cast, its writing, um, and its ability to be able to kind of um, craft a story that's apart from its mainline story mm-hmm. that um, still makes it feel like it's a meaningful watch and um, really is, you know, is emotionally impactful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love all the characters in the show. Everyone's great. So, and shout out to, to Deb's dad, Dr. Shaw, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I try to remember back to all the different shows because I think it's easy for me just to watch, talk about it, move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, yeah, I try to remember um, all the different Westworld episodes and the different things. Yeah. And like I already mentioned, you know, Kiksuya with the Ketchida's story and all of that, uh, just really showing how great the writing is, I think, mm-hmm. and just the acting in that too. And also, yeah, just a reminder of how much I like Bernard, man. Uh, just, mm. I think his whole story arc and just his ability... Um, to just show that, like the actor's ability, uh, Jeffrey Wright, yeah. um, just be able to go through that. But um, just remembering, like, when he, when it's like revealed that he's a host, you know, yeah. I just, oh, that's like one of the key moments, I think, in, mm-hmm. in the whole show when he's like, what door, you know, you know, yeah. it doesn't look oh, anything to man. me, you know, and we're like, oh no. Yeah, boy, Bernie is a host. Yeah, and that's yeah. like the beginning or one of the first time, you know, my world is turned upside down by Westworld. Right, it right, just right. goes, continues on and on from there. But yeah, they, they hooked me. Like, that's it. Like, I'm in yeah. forever <laughs> at that point. Man, Bernard was one, was one of the most dynamic characters on that show. Yes. Uh, like, definitely like a showstopper character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> even in the end when he was like, kind of becoming like the hero of the show. Yeah. I remember when um a kind of a break of character when Ford was still in his head and he had a gun and like Ford yeah. was like telling him to kill Elsie or something. I forgot yeah. what he was going to do with it. He was like, "Get out of my effing head." <laughs> like, just like grabbing his head and like yeah. just going crazy. Um yeah, I just I love Jeffrey Wright on that show. Um and uh also um I like the I like the man man in black too. Uh, yeah. He was definitely a character I really enjoyed watching and his evolution. Mm. And then like, who would have thought like a show with the same character but at different points in their life? Yes, man. I still I still can't believe you know that they pulled that off and were able to do that for so long. And then just like revealing it, like oh my goodness, man yeah. in black is William. William is the man in black. Like that's that's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. just, just the levels and the layers of just the writing in Westworld is too deep, man. Too deep. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, and yeah. And I was gonna say like, and even just it's, even to the end, like it, the the mic drops continually. Where Man in Black, he he kills Emily. You know, like seem, seemingly, maybe. Oh yeah. I don't know. He, he shoots her because he thinks she's not real. Right. She's a um, host. And and but then. At this end of the season two, like he's in a simulation, and then he's being interrogated mm-hmm. by Emily again. I'm just, mm-hmm. Like, what's happening? My my world. Oh, even right now, thinking about <laughs> it, my head's exploding. Forgot how trippy that was. Yeah, so it just kept going and going. Like they, you, you think they can't push it any further to be like mm-hmm. more out there, 
but they do, and it works too. It's not just like ridiculousness for its own sake, but right, it just right. really pushes it and really causes you to rethink everything. Right. Well, here's the crazy segue to Dead to Me because hey, I hey. remember we talked about uh, uh, Steve, and you're like, dude, yeah. crazy theory. What if Teddy <laughs> is back as Steve? Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Oh man. Out here Look. trying to take over the the real world. Right, right. Uh but man, any uh, recollections about that show? Any favorite characters or favorite scenes? Mm, I just really remember um Jen like her way of coping, listening to mm-hmm. heavy metal music in her car, <laughs> like all the time. Yeah. Just like yelling to it, all that, like after a meeting with was it Pastor Wayne or whatever? You know, she would just go in her mm-hmm. car, turn it on, and the music would be blasting. Um, yeah. It's, it's just the, her ability to, the, you know, actress's ability to, Christina Applegate, to show, like, quick flips in, in motion so mm-hmm. well, I think. is like, she's really broken up at times. She, like, in tears. Sometimes she's really angry. You know, it's just kind of yeah. able to awesome. yeah, encapsulate all of that. I think she, she really shows it well. Right. Yeah, and you mentioned Pastor Wayne, man. That that character, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just reminds me so much of like people I know, I guess. Like just have that calm like voice. Like you think they couldn't do anything wrong. And then like there's that scene uh when they're at the retreat and he like pulls out like this whiskey. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, hmm. Okay. That's that's real, man. Okay. Yeah, you got some depth (laughs) there. You're real. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yes. Yeah, and, and more Westworld things. Um, you know, just the quick shout out, Master of None with the Arnold Bernard crossover. Oh, the the, the fake Arnold <laughs> <laughs> at oh. the wedding. Yeah, like I, I just gotta believe that was intentional. I can't like not. Mm. Um They so. both have like similar features. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, Arnold Bernard, um, yeah, it's great how we can just find Westworld. It's like, once you're looking for it, you can see it wherever, you know? But I know, yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> and not like a direct uh, reference, but Umbrella Academy with all the timelines. Oh, yeah. The time hopping with number five. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is Westworld all over again. Like, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be an easy watch. It's like, now we're going to have to, like, try and put together all these timelines. And and the way the show ends, spoiler alert, is like a timeline change. Cause mm-hmm. like uh remember uh, Vanya was going like full goth mode. Yeah, yes. <laughs> White violin. That was a bad episode. Yeah, yeah, that was not great. Uh but then like it's a cliffhanger because then number five teleports everyone uh forward yeah, or back in time. I don't know what he, where he goes. And uh, everyone's like still alive. Yeah, yeah. I remember we, we, we didn't like that too much, but it's all right, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Also, just watching my first Korean drama, um, mm. Kingdom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never not fully watched like a whole season of a show before. Uh, okay. Korean drama. Yeah, I've seen like episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. here and there, but never really watched it through. Um. So yeah, that, that was different again in in different ways, and also I I think as a Korean drama, it might also be different because it's about zombies. Um, right, true. So I think it's more approachable for someone like me um, that's not as into the dramas already. But <laughs> yeah, I, 
I just remember it was the first episode or second episode when they're when they're like eating the soup or whatever, and then like they all realize it's like they're eating <gasps> people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. That's terrible. That's pretty like, gross. And like all the reactions are like super dramatic. Yeah, I think for we everything. talked about this on the show. Yeah, it's like we Asians are like fairly subtle, and like yeah. we try not to be too like extra in real life. Yeah, but our shows are like super extra. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like in real life, we are we are like the crown prince, where he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> but then in the show, it's right. like his his guard, who is all the the comedic relief and everything, mm-hmm. all the expressiveness. Right. Uh, and like, yo, remember when we tried to pronounce all the names? Yeah. Uh, like every episode, like we had to say Chuson era. Yeah. <laughs> like we could never get it right. It's it's pretty bad. I, I didn't get much feedback from Korean friends, but I was just like, Yeah, this this is not good though. Yeah, they're like, Yeah, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. That's that's like some of the ep- Westworld episode names too. And also Master oh, of yeah. None, like, you know. Oh Trump yeah. Trump Loyal or whatever and <laughs> Trump Loyal. Yeah. And Master of None had like the, the Italian names. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Good times, good times. Definitely. All right. Well, man, Dill, it's been crazy reflecting on uh, this past year with you on our shows mm-hmm. and on our coffee. But we got to keep it moving. That's right. We got we got this year to conquer. It's going to be a good year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Um, it's going to be our year. It's going to be pour overs year. That's right. Pour over 2020. <laughs> so... Um, we're going to do a two-parter here, uh, yes. quickly go over what's making you happy this week. But also, I want to hear, I want to share together our coffee resolutions for the year. Mm, so, nice. uh, what's making you happy this week, Dill, and what coffee resolutions might you have? Yeah, like like I said early in the episode, I was traveling for the holidays and stuff. Like I was basically out of the house for, for a week, you know, California, Houston, all that, just kind of back-to-back. And so mm-hmm. this week is chill. is I'm is my last week of the winter break, so and I'm back home. So just chilling at home, being back and uh, being comfortable in some ways, and just being able to chill a bit. Um, so that's definitely making me happy this week, enjoying it. And as far as resolutions go, I don't usually make resolutions, but for coffee, mm. I will make an exception. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and this this might be a forced resolution at this point, but. Um, <laughs> Mine was is my resolution is to you know branch out and try different roasters more often, not just stick to what's easy um, and, and known, which is like my Oak Cliff. Um, so I, I can't like buy it from Crooked Tree anymore since it's not there. Mm. That's why I say it's kind of forced. I could still go to like Davis Street and pick it up, which I still will sometime. But mm. in general, I think I, I enjoyed. Um, you know, like that missile box experience, getting different beans, or even when we do our coffee exchanges, yeah, um, or while traveling. That's what going I was gonna to say. Yeah. yeah, like to pick up new, new, new beans and new shops, new places. So yeah, really trying to work that in more and more, I guess, into my travel, and yeah, just trying new things um, through mm. coffee. Mm, so, respect, respect. Yes. What about you, my friend? Um, let, let me just piggyback off of you with the, the New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. for coffee and say, I, I want to start our coffee exchange again. True. Uh, that's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be something we do again. 
Um, I know there's a place that I haven't been able to send you back when I went to Miami University. Mm. I might have talked about it way, way, way in the beginning of the show. But, uh, yeah, I want to get back on uh, the coffee exchange game. And also, I'm going to kick myself for saying this, but to start that coffee journal again. <laughs> oh, ooh, I, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot about that one. Man, yeah, I, I, I have zero follow-through on that. <laughs> like... <laughs> As the book is collecting dust right now in like my uh, my bookshelf. Yep, yep. So, Same. I, I want to get back on that and um, and then start our coffee exchange again. Uh, as far as what's making me happy this week, uh, I was actually in Dallas for a little bit while you were hey. in Houston. Yes, and uh, I had gone up there with a couple of friends from Houston to run a five k uh, okay. in Allen, Texas. Uh, and it's my first 5k and, uh, oh, I, nice. I, yeah, I can't say it did very well, but mm. I will say I had lots of fun good. and then I had donuts afterwards. So, Ooh, you know, so it's, it's a good time. We got to, you know, run and then make up for the calories by eating a bunch of donuts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. So. That may, that wraps up our show for uh, this week and wraps up our podcast for 2019 and uh, our one-year anniversary. So, uh, Dill, thanks for joining me on this uh, pour-over special. And uh, we look forward to pumping out more episodes for you guys in 2020. It's going to be a great year. Hopefully, we'll do more Instagram posts and mm. just be more active, I guess. Uh, but... You know, yeah, hopefully we'll hear from you guys, too. Um, look forward to a great year. Yes, definitely. It's, it's been a great joy to do this ep- this podcast, not just this episode, but this episode, too, <laughs> especially. Um, you know, as we always say, it's, it's great. We, we enjoy this. We look forward to it. And, yeah, I, I hope this is something we continue to get value from and, as we can engage more with our listeners too, just uh, give value from each other and just enjoy our insights. So yeah, looking forward to the next year. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, see you later, Dill. And I'll talk to you next week. That's right. Peace. Peace. This was the pour over podcast. Follow us on Instagram at pour over underscore show to stay up to date with the pour over game. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us and take care. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice.